Hello and welcome to ServiceNow's latest podcast series for the public sector. I'm your host, John Asquith, the Innovation Lead at ServiceNow for Government and Higher Education in Australia. In my role, I support and advise federal and state government agencies on their transformation initiatives, which often relate to the future of work and delivering better experiences for their employees and customers. Here with me is Josh Bateson, who is a veteran of ServiceNow and looks after our government-focused solution consulting team in Australia. I'll be asking Josh to share some of his knowledge and expertise from working with our government customers. So hello, Josh. Uh, How long is it that you've been with ServiceNow? Hi, John. I've been with ServiceNow seven years at the end of this year. I'm really looking forward to the questions today. Certainly lots of experience and knowledge there, I'm sure. So that's great. Looking forward to it. Now, this is part three of our five-episode series on major forces changing the way government works and how digital transformation is helping government to adapt. In the first of those two episodes, we talked about customer and citizen expectations and the impact of technology on the workforce. Today, we're going to step back a little and talk about some of those driving forces and challenges behind government's adoption of digital technologies. But before we get into the questions, it might be worth just doing a bit of scene setting Agencies made a lot of adjustments over the past 18 months to the way that they work and the way that they deliver services. Adjusting to those rapid changes was a huge challenge because their operational models generally weren't very agile. But agility was becoming crucial, even before the pandemic. We live in a world of change and disruption, and that's here for the long term, I think. We've We've all heard lots of stories about how technology has helped us through the last year or two and and how digital transformation initiatives have enabled us to adapt to some very different ways of working and living. But the biggest lesson for me has been that we need to be able to transform continuously in order to keep up with that constant change that we experience in our work and with the services that we need to deliver. Responding to COVID was was the real trigger But what has become clearer to me, at least, is that we need to be able to adapt rapidly and continuously to all sorts of things, new customer expectations, new ways of working, and to situations we haven't even realized could happen yet. If we want to be able to deliver better services for lower costs and create more employment in a growing economy, we need to be agile, and most of us will look to government to take the lead in responding to many of these changes. I also think it's important to note that when we talk about digital transformation, it's not just about transforming the IT function. We're talking about transforming the way work gets done across the entire organization. So, Josh, can you tell our listeners about how you're seeing agencies approach digital transformation and what efforts are making the biggest impact? Yeah, sure, John. Happy to jump in. Government has been talking about digital transformation for a while now, but in general, um, in the government sector, it can be slow. Most have very risk adverse cultures, which makes technology related changes uncomfortable territory for many. We've seen though that the pandemic has disrupted normal operational activities and processes. Agencies have had to immediately confront how to serve citizens virtually and enable employees to work from home. They don't have the luxury of time. As such, they look to innovate with digital technology. 
something they traditionally wouldn't have done otherwise. And as a result, investments in digitization projects have accelerated across many regions and agencies. A great example of government adapting quickly to ensure continuity of citizen services is the way QR code check-in has been implemented and executed across the country. Within a few short months, it became normal practice for people to be using check-in applications on their mobile phone, and more recently, proof of vaccination also. Coupled with the supporting process for businesses to register and utilize a QR code, this has a knock-on effect of dramatically reducing the amount of time taken by contact tracers in sourcing new positive cases. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, the, the way that we now engage with government has really changed over the last couple of years, hasn't it? And, and, and we really look to government to use technology in ways that will make our lives better. So where are you seeing the investments being directed now? So Gartner issued a global spending forecast in August this year that provided helpful insights. The report cited government expected 64% of IT spending globally in 2022 to go towards services and software that improve the responsiveness and resilience of public services. Things like improving customer experiences, analytical capabilities and operational agility. In order for that to happen, agencies have to modernize their IT infrastructure and applications. More than 50% of government agencies will have modernized critical core legacy applications to improve resilience and agility by 2025, according to Gartner's estimates. Wow, that's some impressive numbers. There's been plenty of talk about modernizing legacy applications and systems in the past, but, but it really seems to be happening now, doesn't it? What, do you think that's right, Josh? I do, yeah. If agents, agencies want to improve the way they serve citizens, they need a different way to manage and share data. Legacy systems are not designed to work the way agencies need them to. To move fast, systems and the data housed within them need to be more connected. Right now, that's challenging because there are so many different systems being used by different functional areas. That's why we have seen ServiceNow's platform has been so widely used among government agencies. ServiceNow brings those legacy systems together in one place so data can be shared seamlessly across different teams or even different agencies. And it makes it really easy to aggregate and analyze data from across different systems in a reliable and consistent way. This in turn helps provide agencies with the insight to improve the decision-making process and develop a better understanding of citizens so they can start to personalize interactions. Citizen personalization is a big focal point right now, as governments all over the world are pushing to deliver services in a more unified way across agencies. Yeah, I realize that a lot of what you're saying is, is really driven by the business, but doesn't a lot of the work to actually make that happen ultimately fall on the IT department? I mean, they're, they're under quite a lot of pressure at the moment, and that's not going to change anytime soon, I don't think. How do you think they're going to be able to manage with all of these changes? Yeah, spot on, John. As I mentioned before, the demand for digital transformation is happening across the whole organization. The problem is that skilled resources are in short supply. There's just not enough developers to go around. That's why low-code application development platforms are becoming so popular. According to Gartner Research, more than one in four employees work outside of IT are configuring and building data or technology solutions of their own already today. That's a huge change from even two or three years ago. 
If non-IT employees have the power to automate processes and create new applications that can solve the niche challenges they're facing, agencies can respond to external challenges so much faster. Oh, that's really exciting. Uh, I, I like the sound of all of that. What, what other technologies are you seeing agencies use to get more agile? Automation is huge. Most government executives say they're seeing positive benefits from process automation already. People can work more effectively because it eliminates mundane tasks like data entry redundancies, and it also helps to reduce errors which improve data quality. The shift to remote work during the pandemic exposed areas where agencies could benefit from digitizing and automating process. We at ServiceNow have worked with several government agencies this year to enable the use of new employee portals, which are omni-channel. As the workforces shift to work from home, they now have new ways to interact with their organizations via their mobile phone or browser to facilitate and often automate typical employee requests, such as leave, sick days, technical support, procurement, and legal. These portals are often integrated with existing backend systems to surface data traditionally only available via that system interface within the office. We're starting to hear a lot about the use of AI and the impact that it's having. How are agencies using AI to get more agile? Yeah, you'd be surprised, John. AI has so many different applications, from customer service to data analytics to onboarding talent. AI is no longer a futuristic, difficult-to-implement capability. It has quickly become a critical tool for improving organizations' agility. When IDC conducted a survey in May about the use of AI in government, 45% of respondents said that AI was helping employees do their job better. Following on from our previous example of the employee portal, we see the use of virtual agents and machine learning playing a key role in the user experience. Often employees' interactions are with chatbots to not just request but resolve issues of all types in a timely manner. AI has come such a long way in recent times, which means that users might not even know they are interacting with a robot. And it's not only the user's experience that has improved. Back-end fulfillment staff have a reduced workload due to automation, allowing them to focus on more valuable and interesting tasks. Well, thanks very much for sharing your expertise with us today, Josh. That has all been really useful and really interesting. Uh, and it's great to hear how ServiceNow is providing you know, so many government agencies with all of these capabilities uh, through our cloud-based platform. Yeah, no problem. And with all of those things that you talked about, such as AI and machine learning, you know, that in-platform virtual assistant, the ability to automate common processes, and they're all native to, to the Now platform, which is great for our customers. And as we have that single data model and a single architecture, what's really coming together now is the fact that all of this data that we're creating and gathering together from other systems as well can be used you know, to train those machine learning models and, and enable the AI to continuously improve the way that it supports those customer and employee experiences in a secure and reliable way. But, but I'm afraid that's all that we have time for today. We are going to be covering more on that topic of cybersecurity and the way that cloud has transformed the way agencies can adopt and leverage these new technologies in the next couple of episodes. So remember to subscribe to the series uh, to make sure you don't miss them. And if you did miss any of our previous episodes, but you can go back and listen to our conversations about digitizing customer services and the changing workforce. Thanks very much for listening.